Attentive teaching, advocating calm, cultivating resilience. Hi, this is Cindy Schwartz at Attentive Teaching. In today's episode, we wonder, how do you find time for self-care? What self-care, you might say? When is there ever time for a teacher to focus on themselves, either during the school day or once they go home? We are constantly lesson planning, marking homeworks or assessments, meeting or calling parents, attending faculty and department meetings, completing PD credits, caring for our own families, and now dealing with a pandemic and remote learning, which most of us have not been adequately trained for. So we are exhausted, we are scared, we are frustrated, we feel neglected and not heard, and we are drastically underpaid. Many of you might even be wondering, should you change your profession? But we love kids, and we do love teaching. We know that. And we know that we can make a difference in a child's life. But now we are dealing with a pandemic that is forcing many of us to choose between our work and our life, literally. So what does a teacher do? Well, mental health experts tell us that if we do not take care of ourselves, both physically, mentally, and emotionally, we are not going to be the best teachers we can be. So here at Attentive Teaching, we brainstormed what teachers could do for themselves to help themselves unwind, to help themselves recharge and ease their spiraling minds and bring peace, calm, and joy to themselves and ultimately to their students. And here are some daily simple practices that we hope will help you take good care of yourself during these challenging times. So number one, Prepare the night before. It may sound cliche, but it works. Running around in the morning, marking a few more papers, or throwing folders into your book bed will only bring you stress. So if you can, pack that book bag the night before. Try to have breakfast at home. Stopping somewhere for breakfast and coffee will put you in rush mode unless you are able to leave yourself plenty of time to do this. And if you're teaching remotely, yes, have breakfast, always. You're not yourself when you're hungry, like the Snickers bar commercial tells us. And driving to school, consider not talking on the phone. You will be talking all day when you get to school, so why talk on the way to school? Same thing goes for teaching remotely. Unless it's a family emergency, talk to your friends after 2.26. To also bring self-care to yourself, try avoiding negative dialogue with colleagues. When colleagues talk negatively about school, students, parents, and administrators, try not to go there. Instead, visualize waves in the ocean. Go below the surface to a quieter, more subtle place. Your students need you to be positive and calm. Visualize a place that you love. Also, have a no-work lunch. This is vital. Just like our students, we need time to chill and decompress. You are doing yourself a great disservice if you do not take time to eat slowly without stress. Use your free periods for extra help or your whole duty assignments, but try not to meet with students during your lunch break unless it's absolutely necessary. Use breathing exercises during the day. Yoga instructors and mental health counselors are right. During a stressful moment in the classroom, you can take a few minutes to have your students and yourself take time to focus on your breath. They will enjoy it as much as you do. And sometimes even having students, regardless of their age, put their heads down on their desks and being quiet is 
really, truly stress-releasing. You will be surprised to see how many students will benefit from this. Even the most challenging of children will settle down. I've done it with my 8th graders, and I've done it with my 11th graders, and both ages loved it and asked me if they could do it often, just putting their head down on the desk for a couple of minutes. Try to play music during the day, because music can be a part of every lesson, regardless of the subject matter, and it will help you with self-care. If you're teaching math, play the song 98.6 or Chicago's 25 to 6 to 4. Find any song that could align with your lesson for the day. And when you incorporate music into your day, you will see your stress level drop and your student's stress level as well. I do it all the time. Connect your curriculum with the arts. Join a teacher support group or start one. Who doesn't need a friend who understands? We all do. Teachers need to vent, they need to share ideas and strategies, cry and feel validated. Our profession is both physical and emotional. We are responsible for the education and mental well-being of hundreds of students each year. Weekly or even daily support is vital to your physical and mental health. Try also, if you can, to limit your extracurricular activities. I know that many of us need extra cash. I get it. But between faculty meetings, extra help, parent meetings, whether virtual or physical, it can all take a toll on us. Be mindful of what makes sense and what stresses you. Eliminate any extracurricular activity that stresses you or find a way to feel gratitude for it and change your mind shift, have a shift to lessen your stress. We recommend going home after school if you can. Take a walk during your lunch period or after school. Mental health experts also tell us consistently that physical exercise is very healthy for us and a great stress reducer. So try to do something either during the workday, even if it is a short walk outside during lunch, or if you are working remotely, have your students and you do some standing up exercise, moving around. Take those brain breaks. When you get home, make dinners that you look forward to because food is a joy. It's a pleasure. It should be enjoyed. Your body needs good nourishment and your mind needs something to look forward to. And at night, if you must, only mark one set of papers at night. I know you say this is impossible, but it is if you change your mindset about having to get everything done every night. This was my mistake for years, I share with you. How much more family fun I could have had if I hadn't felt that my night was for completing schoolwork. Work is for work. Home is for being home. Try changing how you see your nighttime. Make sure you watch your favorite TV show or cable show or read your favorite book. Again, nighttime is for joy, enjoyment, recharging. Do what feels good to you. It's been a long day, and tomorrow will be a long day too. And finally, like we said at the beginning of today's podcast, pack your book bag for tomorrow. And remember, you promised yourself you would not run around in the morning anymore. And try to get a good sleep. Seven to eight hours, enough said. And keep this in mind too. Each day is the first day of the rest of your life. So if you couldn't practice any of these little practices today, try tomorrow, maybe one or two of them. Because again, each day is the first day of the rest of our life. I hope this has provided you with some doable tips on how to help you practice self-care. Let me know if any of these tips work for you or if you have any suggestions 
on what you have done to increase your ability to practice self-care. I thank you so much for joining us today on Attentive Teaching. Join us each Monday for a new podcast that sheds light on the challenges we all face in the classroom. Visit us at attentiveteaching.com, where you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest pages. Subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. This has been Cindy Schwartz. It's so nice of you to stop by. I wish you a beautiful teaching day tomorrow and great peace in your classroom. On Wednesday, November 11th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Attentive Talks holds a conversation with real teachers in real time to discuss real issues. This week, we talk about self-care. Have you found ways to take time to nourish yourself? Is there enough you time in your day? We believe good teaching relies on teachers being rested and nourished. Let's talk about the ways that you can help yourself feel more rested and nourished. If you'd like to join our weekly chat, join our private Facebook group, Attentive Talks, where we post our Zoom info. That's Attentive Talks this Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Attentive Talk is a project of Attentive Teaching, where advocating calm and cultivating resilience are our number one priorities.